What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. We're recording this live at 5.17 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, February 26, 2022. This is episode 109. Coming up on today's show, Steam has scammed me out of $5. Call of Duty won't be out this year after 30 years. For the first time in 30 years. And the world, my friends, is absolutely wild. But we will get to all of that in a bit. My name is Gino Viteri. I am joined by Kyle Springer. What's up, Kyle? I'm doing good. good Having a good week. Good. I slept most of the day, so I'm wide awake now and will probably nice. be up all night. So That's great. So you, my you, day is would just you say starting. Would you say you're a, what's a night owl? There's yes. night owl oh, and absolutely. early bird. Absolutely. I am not I feel like turtle. I'm... I feel like I'm none of those. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm none of those. I'm not an early bird, not a night owl. I just like just to be weirdo. on. Yeah, maybe more of a weirdo. Maybe more <laughs> of a weirdo. And Alan Busby. What's up, Alan? How you doing? Hi, I'm also a night owl, but I also am now forced to work while being up all night. I woke up <laughs> at two o'clock today. Alan, Alan, if I didn't introduce you, would you have said anything yet while me and Kyle were talking? No. Waited, you would have waited for me to say something, yeah. He's been a polite co host, but he could talk, you know what I mean. And then I'll say, like, and that voice you hear is Alan Busby, of course. You know, we just go off, okay. But this is what I Uh, want to mention. He's working on his friendliness, right? He's (laughs) working on his friendliness, so he's being polite. Sorry, (laughs) well, remember, remember, friendliness is already my highest trait, so that one doesn't need as much work. That's my highest one. That's yeah. true. You 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 took an official quiz on uh, yeah. how friendly yeah. are you? <laughs> yeah. No, how likable? No, yeah, are how likable right, I right. am. So he's uh, not likable at all, dude. The official <laughs> results: I'm a difficult person to like. Thirty-seven point fourteen percent. Thirty-seven percent likable. There's yeah. a thirty-seven percent chance that people would like you, Alan. Yes, and not. I mean, still good. It's better than thirty-six percent. Yeah, I guess. I guess because there's, I'm sure there's some people out there. You know what I mean? There's yeah. some people out there. Um, but uh, let's already say um, I'm in that uh, 63% that don't like you because you wow. um, wear flip flops. Let's be honest here. Yeah. You wear flip flops yeah. to go outside. You're a weirdo. Again, I've said I... it before. I've said it live and I'm saying to your face right now, you're a weirdo. Again, my argument is. When I, I put socks on to go to work, when I get home from work and I take my socks off, they don't go back on until I go to work the next time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. Do, I don't know why. I do not like wearing socks. Even with the torrential snowfall that you deal with, yeah. it's flip-flops to go out. Flip-flops yep. to go out. Yep. What, yeah, a what is it? It is, what a it is 20... Idea. It is 28 degrees here right now. Uh-huh. 28 what degrees. What is it over here? Yikes. It's uh, 58 over here. Kyle, are you a flip-flop guy or what? Not you a flip-flop really. guy? Mm-hmm. No? No. Yeah. I just don't, you know, it's just, you know, like, don't wear flip-flops, man. I, if you're... So I... I've I've had the like the 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 slides the like handles yeah. that have the like one strap thing in the past. those are those are those are fine but those I've, are acceptable. I've I've moved on to the grandpa's handles the 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 like okay, in that's home good. 
like slippers with like the furry inside. You mean, the, you mean moccasins? Real, not necessarily moccasins, but yes, that same type of of. I have hey, some of those, right? But they're Dragon Ball Z themed, so I'm freaking cool, right? Um, <laughs> if you're wearing flip flops from freaking the Walmart that are hanging that hang for ten dollars, you know, and you got those flip flops and you're walking out of Walmart with those, stay in Walmart. Yeah, because that's where you belong. You know what I mean? That's exactly where you there. belong. <laughs> the you second know? the second you pull the ten dollar flip flops off the wall, that someone approaches you and you go, oh, "I don't need help," and they go, "No, we're offering you a job." <laughs> you oh live here. man, I'm telling you, just don't wear flip flops, dude. They're like, you want so, a job? I already got a job. You want a second job? Throw those out. Throw those out and start wearing some shoes. You know, start wearing some shoes. But you, you can't. I, it's not good to wear shoes without socks. This this is my problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta do it then. You gotta do it. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not supposed to wear shoes without socks. No, you can't. That's why. Do yeah. the extra effort of putting those socks back. Do you? Are you telling me you only have some white, those white long pairs of socks? No, no. Oh, okay. I have like, I have like the no uh, show got under armor black socks. I Ooh, just have black okay. socks. I almost got. Even though those white, those white long socks are good for certain fashion styles you know what i mean like you could wear those with like you know either some khaki pants rolled up or whatever you know Uh, um sure if that's all you got then you're you know it's just uh it's just no show black socks that's all it is okay i have i have those two i have like like 30 of those regular um but you see here's the other thing because i only really wear socks to work my socks last a long time I haven't bought like my socks are mm-hmm. still like fine. Like there's no rips, tears or holes or anything. I haven't bought socks in like two and a half years. I have one pair of socks. These black socks, no brand. On <laughs> you should have just stopped yeah. there. I have one <laughs> pair of socks. That's I it. have. Yeah. Um, that, but these one pair of socks though. <laughs> these, I, but these socks I care about these one pair of socks that are extremely comfortable, right? They're so comfortable. They have no brand on them. I've been trying to find the same texture of socks for years. And these are ripped up, up the ass, but they're the most comfortable socks I ever had in my life, man. And I can't find them. Can't find the same, the same, uh, what is it? Um, fabric or whatever, whatever the heck sure. you would call that. Sure. So very heartbreaking, very heartbreaking. Um, but this is crossplay, my friends. And we are here to talk about video games, right? So uh where are we a sock podcast where i just opened steam by accident you know why because they're ripping me off of five dollars we're going we're gonna be we're gonna be socking all the game news right to your face today okay exactly exactly so uh kyle go ahead and take us into what we've been playing That one was all slow and messed up. Let me do that was once it? more. Go ahead. Oh, wait. Button. Didn't, didn't do the button. Come on, OBS. Come on, Stream Deck. Go ahead. Still, still, still didn't go. <laughs> do it. Well, we're in what we've been playing. Okay. All right. There we go. Okay. So um, let me see here. So I don't have, um, I, I, you have thoughts on Horizon, uh, Kyle, you said. So if you have some more thoughts on that, uh, I'll probably just add on to them from what you said, because that's all I've been playing as well. So uh, let's go ahead and you start with that then. Yeah, so I've been playing. I'm about, I don't know, 18 hours in right now. 
uh, story-wise, I'm at the point, without spoiling it, I'm at the point where uh, your main mission is to go collect these three components of this this thing, right? It's like, hey, go go get these three things. That's your next main mission. Uh, So that's as far as I am in the story. So I'm a little bit further than then. When they okay. open that mission up, the, that that first one is like, "Hey, we recommend your level seventeen when, mm-hmm. when you go do that." I was level nine when I okay. got there, right. so I was just like, "Oh, uh, shit!" Well, uh, that's going to be a little difficult. So yeah. I was just like, "Well, I'm going to stop there and just explore and have fun and enjoy what's, it." What's the name of the town? the grind for it's the first place where the game's like i should go there and upgrade my bow it's like chain scrape or chain scrape, yeah that's yeah. that's that's where i'm at okay so <laughs> you're, you're right, right, at, right at the beginning yeah 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 right i literally start. like yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so i i am enjoying it a lot uh this is very much as p- people have been say- saying like this is the open world kind of formula that you're used to and right now that's exactly what i want um like this is what i love playing and i'm having a blast exploring and hunting and gathering resources but i think there are there's a lot of things i think that is pretty disappointing about this gig game Mm -hmm. um and I, i i think right off the bat the climbing in this game not good not I mean, good at all. Nobody. I mean, at least the climbing exists because there wasn't really definitive climbing in the first game. But again, the beginning of the game makes you scale that like that thing to drop the plane or whatever, the cargo thing. And yeah, the yeah. climbing is just kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty bad, which is disappointing to me because of Death Stranding. Because of the traversal in that game, which was made in the same engine, and that mm-hmm. game is all about traversal and getting up mountains and scaling these big cliffs and walls and all sorts of stuff. And this is very, very like uncharted style climbing. You can only climb on certain parts, um, and it's not even a great example of that. Um, I, I, I know in a lot of the like uncharted style climbing, they will have like, oh, the ledges you can climb on are yellow because there's paint on them or they're they're all white because or like the oh, yeah, or the rocks have like that slightly different hue to it or they jut out a bit more. Yeah, yeah. this at, at least the, the, the neat thing with that is you have like technology that will show you where you can climb. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to hit, hit a button to reveal that, which I don't yeah. like. And so there's a lot of instances where just from playing games like Uncharted and Assassin's Creed and Death Stranding, where I know I can climb on a whole bunch of stuff, I'm trying to scale things and my ca- <laughs> character is just like, no, I... that's a rock. You can't climb rocks. Why, I don't, why would you I think you can climb rocks? <laughs> now, I'll, I'll admit, because as we established, I'm not very far, so I don't know how much more of a focus the game puts on climbing. I don't think that matters, because when you think of Horizon, at least when I'm playing or even the first one, the climbing is just secondary, just kind of, it just gets you from A to B. It, the climbing isn't really meant to be good. 
because it's all about kind of the detail and the fighting. Again, would, maybe maybe it has maybe this game has a bigger emphasis on climbing. I'm not far enough to know. I I don't think you're necessarily wrong. I would kind of disagree that the especially the first one. I don't think the combat was as deep or as involved as it should have been. It was yeah. fantastic. But, but that but that but that's what the poll was though. Sure, yeah, that was the highlight of the yeah. game, right? The the combat is neat. And they've improved on the combat this time, though these games are very much about exploration and finding these like hidden caves where you can go in and find new information on how to override these machines. And you have to explore to get there. You have to climb up towers and get uh, certain certain resources. and so it 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 is a major part of the, the the game. And if if this was the climbing in the first game, I'd be satisfied. Be like, it's yeah. fine. Like it is what it is. It works. But they have shown that they now know how to make this kind of game, and it doesn't feel like much of an improvement. And we've seen another studio use that yeah. engine to greater effect. Like you guys I, should be the ones with. The like, this is how you make a game here in. I I will agree. It's frustrating because like when I in that opening area, I open the map and there's like the question marks of like, oh, go see what this is. And I see it. And like when you highlight icons, it shows you that kind of like road path map to get to it. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll just kind of cut over these like cliffs and edges, but I can't. So then I just end up being frustrated by it. So then I'm like, well. Fuck it, I'll just follow this long, stupid path to where I'm going instead of my own exactly. way. So, like, I know what you mean. Yeah. Have you done the yeah. first tonic? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I feel like um, with, uh, with your general, what, what you're saying with the climbing, it does make sense uh, with what Alan specifically just said, just in the open world. Like, climbing, um, when you think of... I think of games with great, uh, I guess, parkour or whatever, or traversal. Dying Light 2, where you can like climb that. on literally anything. Literally anything, but then more related to, I guess, Horizon, Assassin's Creed 3 specifically, I think. Um, when you think back to that one, that was like the first game where you that could pretty much, you just yeah. jump on yeah. stuff and you climb it. Yeah. Um, you and, just hold the run and button and hit ev- anything. You, yeah, you go. and he would cl- climb up trees or climb up rocks or whatever. He would he yep. would climb anything. That's what this should more be like when you're traversing in the it, open world. A little bit more. I I do yeah. have to say I the Assassin's Creed stuff I feel like has kind of gotten out of hand where you're trying to climb on a certain thing and it jumps to something else and you're just like no go that way like what do yeah. you so like it, I want like in in between like. It needs allow it, me to climb on most things. Like if it if, needs if that I freedom, think I can get there. Then I it needs chug. that freedom of Assassin's Creed with a bit more of the guidance and uh, visibility of Uncharted. It needs to yes. be in the middle of those two. Yes. So there is one thing I did to help, though. There is an accessibility feature uh, in the game once I switched on that allows the like highlighted yellow marks when you hit your focus on what you can climb on. Those are on constantly. It's on all the time now. That's cool. Um, Which Hmm. to me makes sense that you have this technology. Why wouldn't it be like this AR experience, right? Where it's letting you know like, hey, that's something you can climb on. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So, so it doesn't bother me. The, the reason it's, it's I asked about the tall neck was because I feel like the set pieces where you're meant to climb, those are cool. Um, because the, the way you had to, you know, hit the certain parts of the satellite and then um, what was weird about that specific part in the satellite was when you had to get something and then it doesn't show you where to go after you, right. you get the, I, like, I, you just drop down with it. So it was the a little weird for a long time. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have the thing that I need to get here and it's nowhere near here. So I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that, that first tonic where you have to move the satellite and stuff, um, I think it was it was really cool. It was a really cool set piece because you're climbing something to get onto the tonic, not climbing the yes. tonic itself, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I I don't agree. know what this I means. That was fun. Um, <laughs> it's basically the like go activate the tower so it it clears. Yeah, I know up the tall necks are like the are like the thing. They're like mm-hmm. towers, but I yeah yeah. Once you get. Yeah, yeah. Past chain scrape the like, yeah. first <laughs> town in yeah, in yeah. the game. They'll be like, "That's a tall yeah. neck. Go do that one." Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I like that set piece, but that also is a much more guided set piece, right? Yeah, because yeah, you're you're specifically device. talking about the free roaming traversal, not the yes. scripted big moments. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that I think is the my first like I'm disappointed by that. Second, um, I feel like the story is in conflict with the mechanics of this game here. Big time. From the jump, the story is like, hey, there's like you, you some signal just happened. It's a world threatening thing. You need to go out west and stop it right now. Go, 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 go. Just Wait, is, is it everyone you just... know behind and like end this 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 thing that you need to go do Mm -hmm. Uh, but then along the way every town you go to every person you meet just has some small random problem like local politics (laughs) all of this stuff and they want you to like stop and get involved with these towns and stop and like pick up contracts and do all of that stuff and Aloy's character, as a result, is very annoyed with everyone. Oh, and no, it's no, just I... like, like, so you want me to talk to your boss? What's the whole situation here? And like, they have to explain it. Like, each interaction is just so awkward in this, like, so you want me to go in the mine and save them? Like, I, yeah. I look, I have to go west here. There, there's a world yeah. ending thing here. Like, the... I, I don't know. The good, thing good, that I ahead. loved was that I just loved the whole beginning was I got to go. I need to leave. I left everybody yes. behind. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I left. She like very beginning. So like the, the, the names literally Aloy leaves in the middle of the night to leave Var behind. Cause she's, I got to fucking go. I get the chain scrape and it's like, Hey, can you go get me these recipes? Aloy's like, uh, yeah. What do you need? Yeah. What do you need? Yeah. I'll go get it. Yeah. I'll go do this. But then you do a quest thing and she's like, Hey, I don't have time. We need to get this done because I got to I got to go. Then you talk to somebody yeah. like, hey, can you go find this for me? And it was like, yeah, I can do that. You know, what's and funny so, about- like, dude, Varl, Varl's going to fucking catch up, bro. What's what's <laughs> funny about that is 
that I started to feel like I was rushed too. I, as a player, was like, yes. I'm not going to take these side quests because exactly. I got to go, man. So like, I'm like 30 you hours in. Side quest anyways. I was like, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm 30 hours in in Horizon Forbidden West and I haven't gotten to the Forbidden West. Two. I'm still song. not in the Forbidden West. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. You're yeah, playing, you're right now, right no. now you're at Horizon 1.5. You're not quite at the two Forbidden West yet. Yeah, they really I, I, showed us, like, when they were showing us this game, they showed us the end of it already, because yeah. I have not gotten there yet. Well, the reason all the promotional stuff shows you the Forbidden West is because they knew you were going to be, like, 70 hours in and not be there yet. Like, we got to show, we like, got to show them what's coming. I, because I think a, a, the part of this game and the previous game that really shines is these side characters. Like the the whole thing about the first game is that the more side characters you helped and had a relationship with, they showed up at the end of the fight there and, and like helped you. So yeah. I don't want to skip out on that, knowing that that's probably going to factor in somehow. And that seems to be with the story stuff. Too like she keeps like leaving in the middle of the night like I I'm the only one who can do all of this and everyone else is like no you have friends they can help you um so like I I feel like the game really wants you to just slow down and explore but the story is like no go go quick go the world is ending we're all doomed go go yeah. go and I like I I just I feel like the game is confused. Of like yeah. what it wants to do. Like if they like if you had beat the first game and this one started out with like, well, I've helped out here. You guys now know a little bit more about the machines. I'm going to kind of go west and see if I can help spread this teaching and, you know, help some more of these towns. And it starts out with her exploring and then you start to discover this weird signal and then start exploring it. And yeah. then all of this mm -hmm. and that that makes sense because it it. it it's not as rushed. It's like, huh, there's something else happening here. Maybe I should explore a little more and see what these other towns think. And if they know something else. Yeah, I feel like, like Chain Scrape just shouldn't have had any side It should have just been like one glorified story quest. I feel like the game should have kind of been more linear until you got to the Forbidden West. And then, as you said, things happen. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, like, um, like, I know some games are like, oh, you do a main quest and it's like, OK. Um, we're going to do some stuff. We'll come back. Like, I'll let you know when we're ready to move forward. Kind of do something like that where Horizon, like you do something that's like, all right, we'll decipher these codes, this message, whatever it is. Uh, we'll get back to you. And then at that point, you then are encouraged to go do something else for a bit because now you're waiting. I feel like get because like what I'm at Chainscrape and there's like four or five. There's like two side quests and like three to four errands. And it's like mm -hmm. it just. I felt weird being back in Meridian because then I talked to people that have the explanation point where you catch up to them. And it's, oh, Aloy, the champion. Hey, how's it been? Hey, where have you been? Hey, good to see you. And your first option is uh, farewell. And Aloy goes, yeah, so like I, I got to go. Like I got to I got to go. Yeah, uh, I, I hear my mom calling me. I, I, I got to go. <laughs> like literally you talk to the one girl and she's like, oh, Aloy, the champion. It's so good to see you. I've missed you so much. And then. You get the first dialogue option and you can do farewell or I got to get going. Ayla is like and she goes, so it was good catching up with you, but I got to I got to get going. Like we literally did not even yeah. talk. Yeah, like I despite all of that, 
like I said, though, I'm enjoying this a lot. This is exactly yeah. what, what I want. It, the world is beautiful. The combat is great. Uh, I'm I, I'm having a blast. The the elephant I, in the room, of course, with Horizon, though, is um, as soon as Horizon comes out that same week, uh, Masterpiece is going to release as well. You know, guys, so something else. it's already uh, out. Already uh, out. Elden Ring. Elden Ring is out as well. And uh, you've played a little bit of it, Alan. Uh, yeah, did you have the, any finishing thoughts on Horizon before you talk a little bit about yeah, the, Elden Ring? The only thing I'll say about Horizon is that the only reason I'm at the beginning is I booted up Horizon this past Wednesday morning after work. And I literally made a tweet of, I fucked up. I don't know why I started Horizon when I know I'm going to play Elden Ring. I saw Ring. that. So literally, literally, I, th- all day Thursday, I chose not to play it because I knew I was like, I cannot get too far because I won't remember anything when I come back to it. That's a good way of thinking. Good way of So thinking. I left Horizon behind. I don't know when I'll play it again. Maybe it's forgotten. Like Returnal. I, ne- I still yeah, never played Returnal you, last year. You haven't gotten trash. to the first, the first like big like what the fuck moment. Yeah, no, I'm. Yeah, for, for I literally West there. Yeah, I literally upgraded, upgraded my bow, upgraded my bow, and then I started doing side quests, and that was it. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, so Elden Ring, um, I'm not very far into it. Um, I'm I maybe have only played it maybe like five six hours between last night and just earlier today, and I'm gonna be honest because I'm Kyle. I'm the opposite of you. I don't really have that 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 craving for open world games. I kind of despise open world games nowadays i just don't like them anymore and i was worried leading up to elden ring because i i didn't look at anything on it leading up to it except for like the stuff we've talked about here yeah and i was honestly worried with elden ring being this kind of open world game because i was like oh man like it's gonna break the flow it's not it's just it's not gonna feel the same and honestly even though it's open world it almost kind of it's it's fine like i'm not very far so i can't speak how well it's shaping up yet but it gives me this weird feeling because I know this is a FromSoft game, so I know it's meant to be crushingly difficult and painful. And it kind of is. It legitimately is. The first enemy you get in, the, you get to the open world and you find that first enemy. Yeah, he fucking, he murks you easily. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but like, there's not as many enemies around right now because you're just kind of wandering around. And it's weird because as I'm wandering around, the music in the game is phenomenal. So like the overall music plays and I feel like I'm just, relaxing just walking around having a good time oh things are peaceful it's nice and then you see an enemy and then your brain's like all right it's time to get fucking serious this thing will fucking kill me and then you kill it and then you're just like you're like okay i'm just gonna walk around now i'm just gonna gonna show oh i see some crafting material oh there's here's some little items i can break to get oh there's a bird i can kill to get some items you're like okay oh an enemy oh fuck let's go um the one mechanic i do like is that you have like akin to the other games like Anastas Flask, an item you drink to heal yourself. And usually the past from software games were really big on playing well so you could kind of conserve your healing items to explore longer without having to rest. And this game actually has it where when you kill enemies, depending on, I don't know if it's certain enemies or how well you do or anything else, but you kill certain enemies and depending on how tough the enemy was, I think, it actually refills your healing drink to keep you in the game longer without needing to oh, cool. rest. That's cool. So I've actually, um, I haven't played it yet, but I'm actually very excited to. Um, and I've been watching a lot of people play it and just uh, reading exactly. a, lot, a lot of stuff on it and, and stuff like that. And it does, as 
as difficult as these all these uh souls games are this one seems a little bit more accessible than all of the ones before it um and it's definitely the most unique obviously because yeah. of the open world aspect and all that stuff um so i'm i'm I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say this to you guys right now so it can be in a in concrete stone as oh a commandment God, he's about to Drop it. He's about to drop Final Fantasy 14. You heard it here <laughs> first, folks. He's oh, doing Ignacio's not even here. Oh what my are you God. doing, dude? You're not being Ignacio right now. Get out of here. That guy's dead. <laughs> um, I'm going to beat this game. I want to beat this game. I want to legitimately try, uh, you know, this will be my first Souls game. That might be a stupid idea. You know, that might be, you know, maybe the wrong one to know. start with or whatever. But from what I'm seeing, from what I'm seeing, this looks sure. like more of the kind of game that I'd want to, you know, go through that with, right? Rather yeah, than I like Bloodborne or any of, the, any of those other ones. See, I, Gino, I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. I like, I want to get into this because everyone is talking about it and all that stuff. But I also know that the From Software games are not my kind of games. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. And it also is so a very specific. Someone did a very a very good tweet where, um, uh, because everyone that's blowing this game like this game out of like everyone that loves this game already loves those games, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, like I, it's I, the, this was like this was my most exciting yeah. game that I knew was coming out. So it's like someone I forgot who it was at Twitter, but they were like seeing people talk about Elden Ring is like someone that loves spicy food telling you this um you know this jalapeno pepper is is very tasty or something you know what i mean it's like that like pretty much the same thing so that's like i have that in mind where everyone that's saying they love this game is clearly already a person that has played these games Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of those there's a lot of those people uh so we like to be punished with that in mind i'm still thinking about it in a way where like okay you know what maybe i could try this out and then if i drop it i drop it but i i do want to try and beat this game i really do Gino, I don't I, I want to agree with you that the game is more accessible where it might be easier to get into. I actually think this game is still just as painfully hard. The yeah. reason it might be it might seem like it's more accessible is because it's more open world. So instead yep. of having to railroad through a problem, you can technically go around it. Mm-hmm. So it's not I don't think this this game's not any easier. It just gives you the option that if you don't want to deal with open world enemies, do something else but when you get to a boss or you get to like i assume a catacomb because i walked into a cave which i assume is going to be more dark from soft linear style area Mm -hmm. when you're in the open world the game will seem more accessible because you don't need to confront problems if you don't want to yeah but when you get to a more traditional like enclosed from software area it's still going to be just as hard as everything else yeah just as brutal yeah i've been seeing people online it gives that illusion hey don't even worry about the first boss yet. Go do something else. Like there's, there's yeah. so much stuff to explore and just get stronger and over level and then maybe come back to the first boss eventually. Right. Yeah. But or just some be great good, or just be good and fight it right away. Just just railroad or, yourself yeah. through it and get good. But no. You know what I mean? I don't have to play like that. That's why I say it's more accessible. You know what I mean? Because I have seen, like, there's a lot of tips that I've seen, like, oh, people are saying, like, if you're not killing regular enemies in two or three hits, you're in a bad area. 
So yeah. get out of there and stuff like that that I've been seeing. And I'm like, OK, so maybe mm-hmm. it's possible for me to, you know, just start exploring, kill little enemies because I've done that before. I mean, I've played yeah. Souls games before and I've been able to do that. Yeah, it would right, probably so. be a really good stream game for you, Gino, just like a long one that you can play like, hey, for the next year, like this is what we're playing. They're beating us. I'll become a streamer, dude. One year fair, later, we beat the first boss, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair again, though, like you say, like because Kyle, you said you could like do something else and come back when you're over leveled or overpowered. You could do that in the older games, like in Sekiro, yeah. uh, especially sure. Sekiro, Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3. There were so many areas like you could always just grind yourself out and become overpowered earlier. It's just now it's that, but it's just it's more open instead of just different bigger areas it's just all one big area well just so side really note this, though just to correct yeah. you there alan isn't Sekiro not like that actually just not not Se- to go off completely well, off Sekiro, topic, Se- i mean Sekiro's not as open as bloodborne but Sekiro does have different areas you can go to okay but like with experience it's not it's not like as that, like. it's not as complete free form uh, mm-hmm. as you get later in the game but yeah like you can go to like this monk temple you can go to um i see what you mean how what's it called you can go to like the Ashina prison. You can go back into the past. Yeah. Like you can go to s- somewhat different areas at different times. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, what do you think, uh, Kyle? Are you going to try out Elden Ring? Probably not. Um, if it comes to Game Pass or something, Ooh, then okay. I might one okay. day. Yeah. I'm going to try it. No, I'm going to try it. Not a game for me. Definitely something I'm gonna try. Um, and then, uh, Alan, you also have Dying Light Two here that you platinum. Yeah, how was that? I, I just my funny story is I I platinum Dying Light Two, and uh, a friend of mine, Lissa, responded to me saying it was a spicy comment. I'm of games of games I'm playing because I'm not basing this on everything, just what I play. Dying Light Two is the worst game of 2022 that I will play. Cool. All right. I, 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 I probably you're probably right. Like. <laughs> I, I platinum Gino because I know you play. I platinum this, platinumed it right when the platinum jingle came up, closed the game out, deleted it, nice sold so. it to GameStop. Nice, nice. So. Um, I haven't gotten that much further into it. And I mean, I guess to be honest with you, I'm not really itching to go back to it. Like with no. these games that have no. come out already, um, Horizon and Elden Ring now, it's, it's, that was definitely the one that, that'll be shelved yeah, it, from those. It's just as you get further, Dying Light 2 just still has, honestly, in the end, it just has so many bugs it has to work out. Yeah. Okay. 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 And then, uh, that's it. That's all we've been playing. Ignacio's not here. Um, don't know why, actually. He gave us no reason. He just, <laughs> he just said, I'm not, I'm not just, there, I'm not going to be here. Freaking weirdo. Okay. So, uh, my friend, let's get into a little bit of housekeeping here. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. 
You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. I'd like to give a shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and above. Sam, thank you so much for supporting us for so long. Um, give me some feedback. Have I been saying thank you in a nice way? Have I been giving you some little little tidbits? To, uh, you're, no, you're supporting uh, Ignacio on whatever journey he's on. Um, so thank you for that, you know. Uh, so just a little feedback. Or if you don't like one of us, Alan's only 37% likable. <laughs> maybe let him know so well now 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 someone sent me i'm gonna take an autism spectrum test to see what this is he's <laughs> just on the buzzfeed website the like taking test. all of the quizzes okay. That's so while funny. you're doing this i'm gonna take this quiz a little bit here and there don't worry i'm still here still paying attention <laughs> and kyle any shout outs uh for other shows here Yes, cool things that we've been up to here at the Whatnots. Uh, we just recorded our Patreon exclusive show for the month uh, in which we did an update on our video game fantasy draft. Uh, that was a blast. That was a fun time. We also, uh, Melissa and I, have started a pilots program is kind of what we're calling it, the pilots club. Uh, so that in our Patreon exclusive stuff every month, we are going to be checking out the pilot of a TV show or a cartoon or who knows what uh, an old show, a new show, a show that never got picked up. But it just mm. the pilot there. Um, it, <laughs> Alan is saying he got a 40. No, no, there are 50 <laughs> questions. Oh, oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that will be on our Patreon ex exclusive stuff as well. This Pilots Club. The first one we watched was of a 2006 sci-fi original show called Eureka. Uh, Eureka! For, yeah, I think like six seasons or so. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. The one we will do next month is Doom Patrol. Episode one of Doom Patrol. Uh, okay, so okay. For all of that stuff. But yeah, all right. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that's all housekeeping we got, my friends. So let's move on to the news of the week. All right. So number one here, we got some Steam Deck reviews. And like I mentioned earlier, um, Steam has ripped me off of $5. They've scanned me out of $5. So I'm saying that because uh, Steam, it's, a partic it's a participation fee. Yeah. So the Steam Deck is now being, you know, it's being like uh, it's released. It's Sort of, I guess it's being released, right? I don't even know the full information like on this. Being released in waves, right? Yeah, that... it's it's going out in waves, and people are getting emails um, for uh, verification if you still, you know, if you want to purchase it, so you can finish your purchase and then you get it shipped. Um, I was there the day of that I, that they were doing those pre-orders, so I haven't gotten my email. Those started going out yesterday. Uh, so they took my $5, you know what I mean? They scammed me, took my $5. 
Uh, it's not in my Steam wallet. I don't even know where to check if I have this pre-ordered. I don't know what to do. Did they but not anyway. send you like a confirmation like, hey, thanks for, for sending us five doc- bucks to pre-order They did this. when I did that like a year ago. But I don't know where that email is okay, now. Well then, yeah, so something. You can search in your email. Yeah, or well, Steam or you Steam know what? Deck. Maybe I'm all about convenience, Kyle, and that's totally inconvenient. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to do that. They scam me $5. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the process of talking to them and do all that stuff um, and just make a real big inconvenience for myself to get me those $5 back. I am um, a social media influencer who streams on Twitch. I've been playing Elden Ring for an entire year. Talk about consistency. I want to know where my... <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so um, so what I want to talk about here is because so, so these Steam uh, decks are already out in the wild with, of course, the biggest in the businesses, right? The biggest people in the business, right? So uh, there's reviews on GameSpot, IGN, all that stuff. But there was one review in specific that I think just little bullet points. They did little bullet points. Jeff Keighley, he has a Steam Deck in hand. um, And he posted on Twitter just a thread of his sort of review of it, how he feels about it. Um, and I wanted to talk about this with you guys. Um, Alan, when you when uh, when the Steam Deck got delayed, you were like, oh, I guess you got to cancel it. I don't know why you said that. A little weird thing. Yeah. To say, but... I, well, I mean, Maybe I was did I, cancel it and didn't. Remember. Gino, I was Damn warning. It. I was warning you because I knew they were going to steal your five dollars. Yeah, man, you, you knew then. I so, was looking out for you. That five dollars, man. That's that's like a meal somewhere. Exactly, exactly. That's like that's like a gallon and a half of gas. So so let me um let me go through his little thread here, and then we'll talk about uh, what we think about it so far and all that stuff. So uh, Jeff Keeley here tweeted: "The Steam Deck is a revelatory new handheld PC from Valve. It really is Steam in your." oversized in parentheses pocket and a stunning debut from valve of a full stack gaming machine so his thread goes on uh first the great news it's the real deal when it comes to gameplay slash game experience the graphics sound controls are as good as pc slash console here you can play forza horizon 5 or god of war or death stranding or elden ring and it feels like the full uncompromised experience Big bonus, it's amazing to have your full Steam library. Not every game works yet, but a lot of them do. The deck ends up being like a Steam Pass. All of your games slash friends carry forward with you, nothing to rebuy. Um, Now the bad news, the battery life sucks. It's around two hours if you are playing a big 3D game at a high frame rate. I guess like Horizon or God of War, if you're playing those at a high frame rate, it's only about two hours of gameplay uncharged um, or not connected or whatever. Um, You kind of add. You can tweak brightness slash even limit frame, uh, brightness slash uh, limit frame rate to get a little more uh, juice, but it's the biggest drawback right now for me, he says. And then uh, fair warning as well. It's also buggy. Uh, Valve software seems to be shipping updates to the OS daily and fixing issues on the fly. Um, in parentheses, they did two OS updates yesterday. Um, this was posted yesterday, so two days ago they did two OS updates. Uh, so it's like a little. It's a little like a PC in that way. Lots of patching. Some games just don't load or glitch out, but lots of games work great. 
Um, so let's be honest here. The fact that Valve's hardware team has built a full stack gaming machine this good as a 1.0 is really impressive. They will no doubt keep iterating and carve out a unique market segment. Personally, I find myself spending more time playing games now that I have a deck. It loads super fast from suspend and the screen quality slash ergonomics make it very fun to play. When it's all working, and when you have battery life, Steam Deck is a glimpse of the future. So that's his little go. bullet points on that. Uh, so, Kyle, uh, are you at all interested in the Steam Deck? Uh, not necessarily. Not yet. I, yeah. I like the idea behind it. I, I like this idea that we are going towards this more mobile uh, space with an actual like gaming device and not ju- just your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I do kind of like that because I I I would enjoy playing some more games on the go. I I grew up with the game Boy, right? I I have my original game Boy right back there, the big fat one. Yeah, I um I like that experience. I was always interested in it from when they first uh, announced it. That's why, obviously, I pre-ordered it. Um, And from what I'm seeing here, uh, from what uh, the the whole battery life thing, two hours without, you know, charge is a little, you know, alarming. That's that's something they definitely have to work on. Um, but also kind I mean, of makes Nintendo Switch is not that much greater than that, though. It's it's not, I think. But I think the, the, the newer ones are. But yeah. I, the, but still, yeah, the, like, the launch, the launch, mm-hmm. the launch switch, because Amy and I have the launch switch still. It's Same. it's handheld better life is not it's not the best. You can yeah. do it, but it's not very good. But at the same yeah. time, I also don't find myself playing the switch handheld for that long. <laughs> so or I, but, I, I, yeah. we, I never play a handheld. Yeah. So when I think about it, um, it's it, it feels like more of a it seems bad on paper. But when you think about it, it's fine because I don't think I'll play if i'm playing on my steam deck i don't think i'll be playing for that long or anything like that um it's really probably just like playing in bed just having it plugged in like right there while you're just in bed instead of having to like be somewhere else exactly um the other thing that uh we've been seeing we've been seeing a lot of uh different games running on it and stuff like that now that now that people have it on there in hand um and i saw final fantasy running i saw that which is as soon as they announced Steam Deck, what did I tell you guys? I want to see Final Fantasy on this. You can play Final Fantasy yeah, 14 well, anywhere. Exactly. Too bad you're g- going to be playing Elden Ring from here on out. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it looked, it looked great. Uh, but from what, uh, from what I see as well, it, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing you want to do when you're doing very intense stuff in Final Fantasy. It seems more like, hey, I'm just going to go, you know, you know, gather some stuff or craft or, or maybe do small little things. Um, I'll play on my steam deck and stuff. Uh, but from reviews that I've seen, I am still very excited for it, but I think I'll just wait. I'll just hold off on it. Um, to see if maybe they, you know, because it is a PC, so they're going to do patches and stuff like that. So I think it's more of a better system to just wait until they keep patching it. And then when it's more, it's easily obtainable, then get it. You know what I mean? I feel like it's one of those. Um, But yeah, Steam Deck isn't already in people's hands. People are getting it. People are already um, purchasing it. And uh, I have not gotten an email to either cancel my pre-order or to go through with it. So 
Um, Maybe you'll be in like the next wave then. I assume. Like what if, what if, what if you're like in like the top three of like the next wave, like you were, you were like almost cut off from that first wave of them going out. Cause I remember I literally the day of where they were like, all right, uh, pre-orders are live. I was refreshing, refreshing, and I did it, dude. I freaking got yeah, that. Yeah, but you already know how that works. Like, even yeah. if you're day one, so many people get it that same day, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Okay. So, there you go. Steam Deck reviews are in, and uh, uh, it's not bad. It's actually, it's not getting horrible reviews or anything. It's just, you know, it's a good new piece of equipment or technology it's a new toy. or whatever. Uh, so there you have it. Um, and then number two, let's move on. Number two here. Uh, PlayStation plans three Spartacus tiers for as much as $16 per month. Uh, this comes from Venture Beat over, uh, over on Venture Beat, Jeff Grubb. So we have been talking about the uh, PlayStation Spartacus every once in a while. Um, if you don't know, of course, this is the... Uh, I guess sort of the Xbox Game Pass competitor um, on PlayStation side. Uh, that's what they're, you know, they're trying to make it. They haven't officially announced this, correct? Am I correct in saying correct. that? They haven't yeah. officially announced this, but we've been getting reports on what their plans are and what they're doing with it. So uh, Jeff Grubb, of course, the best journalist in the industry, um, has gotten some information here. Um, so this says here, Sony is looking to expand PlayStation Plus by introducing new features and by integrating elements from PlayStation Now. Bloomberg originally reported about these efforts, which Sony internally calls Spartacus in December. But now Games Beat can provide some more info on what these new offerings look like. Uh, Spartacus is an evolution of PlayStation Plus with three tiers. It currently calls those tiers Essential, Extra, and Premium although those names could change between now and when the service launches the subscription fee for these programs is monthly and starts at ten dollars and goes up to sixteen dollars and what do each of these tiers get you let me see here let me look at the the chart here so i'm pulling the chart up on okay you have it okay cool uh watching on stream yeah all right cool so as we can see there on the chart then um ps plus essential only gets you monthly games that's all it gets you. Um, PS Which Plus Extra. Basically what we're getting. Yeah, now. pretty much what you're getting now. Um, yeah, that's just PS Plus already. So um, PS Plus Extra gets you a game catalog aside those monthly games, which I assume is the PlayStation Now uh, downloadable game catalog. Uh, so not just streaming, but the downloadable games. Um, Correct. And yeah. that catalog. And then I, the PlayStation. Yeah, so, and then just a PlayStation Plus Premium adds the streaming as well with classic games and game trials as well. Uh, So I think this is similar to uh, when it mentions the game trials, I think it means something uh, akin to what they did with Death Stranding, uh, where you could play like the first five hours or something. I think they did that with Death Stranding or something. I think. Um, I, th- I th- from what it sounds like by the use of the word trials, yeah, it mm. seems like hey, you can play the first two hours for free or something yeah. like that, or um, and probably for select titles. Like I assume maybe right, game trials yes. will mainly be just PlayStation only games. Yeah, I feel like this will definitely be for their exclusive games yeah. uh, when it comes to that game yeah. trials uh, and other you know third party games like they did now with Cyberpunk. They did a trial for that. Um, and then other stuff like that. So just, uh, what is the word? Uh, something demos. They are 
gratuitous Ta- timed demos not timed demos oh, gosh i can't Trials. think of what you're thinking of glorified but, demos they're glorified demos is what they are okay yeah sure yeah trial run so that's what, what you I'm think saying. of this do you know um i think uh i think this is Good. I, it's, uh, we've always wanted to see what, what PlayStation has as a competitor for Game Pass. And they've, we've been seeing slowly that they've been trying to do that with PlayStation now. They've been adding some pretty... Uh, I think they're adding Shadow Warrior 3 as a new game on PlayStation now, as soon as it comes out, the day of the at, release. At um, the launch, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're starting to get that ball rolling, you know? Uh, they need to be better at advertising this of course when you know spartacus now comes out as a full thing they need to i think just you know come out punching out of saying this is the competitor to game pass this is what we want because then that'll get you know that'll get in front of people's eyes right that'll that'll make people think oh oh so you guys have a competitor for game pass then and that's what'll you know instead of because they've had it playstation now has been that but they don't talk about it they don't really say much about PlayStation now. So the I think, yeah, they should do the problem. The, mm-hmm. I see yeah. with this. Well, I, I should say first, I do think this is a good step in the right direction. I don't think this is it yet, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is good enough. Game Pass Ultimate is 15 bucks. It's cheaper. Mm-hmm. And you get the first party exclusive day, day and date you get that third party catalog which has so much stuff you like there's like you can stream you can download like there's all all the stuff you can do for cheaper yeah and this is now 15 or now it's it's a what it's a single dollar more expensive but it's still more expensive right and you don't get those first party exclusives day and date, which means you'll still have to buy them um, on top of this. So what do you think, Kyle, in that tier, the last tier where it says classic games, we get an entire catalog of PS1, PS2 and PS3 games included in that. Would that, that be worth sounds it? Sounds cool. That would... I don't know if that's necessarily worth it, though. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is a niche thing like that is what we've learned from backwards compatibility that everyone wants it but no one truly actually plays it that's true um yeah so it's yeah it's nice to have that back catalog but i want the new thing right Mm -hmm. i i i want to be able to be like hey here's my 16 bucks a month and that's all that i pay to playstation and i get you know last of us three and god of war 16 and final fantasy 29 yeah and all of that, that stuff right like i i want to get those yeah with with how playstation is though i don't think we'll go it'll go so far as we see exclusives um day and date on that service no. but i think since we Which did why we, I, I don't think this is this yeah. would be as good like i I don't want to pay them 16 bucks a month to have a classic library just sit there Mm -hmm. but also since we are seeing them make these moves like with shadow warrior 3 which is a smaller game of course um but a game that you know there's people that are you know there there's a fan base for um for them to get something like that you know maybe we'll start seeing them make deals with square enix or you know make deals with Capcom like hey this Final Fantasy game 
on included on here or stuff like that. But when it comes to their exclusives, you got to buy them. You know what I mean? I feel like it'll be more of that sort of thing where they're going to make deals uh, with their exclu- with their partners to keep these games on their console, but also included in their in their monthly payment plan or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that is the that is a step in the right direction, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's that is what they need to do is get some of these third party exclusives like, hey, you can also play it day and date if you have PlayStation Plus Premium. Right. Yeah. Um, that would be fantastic. It would be cool. But it would be cool. I just like I, I still don't know if I would really actually buy it. If I don't get those first party exclusives, because I feel like I'm double paying then. Mm, mm -hmm. So we'll see. We'll see if they convince you when they absolutely when they when they show that for real. Uh, Alan, any any closing thoughts on this whole thing? What do you think? I I actually I actually got a bit on it, but I didn't want to like just interrupt and rapidly change the go for it. This height of it. Go ahead. So I I'm I'm not really comparing this to Game Pass because there's no hiding it. This in no way will this ever compare to how strong Game Pass is. So there's. I'm not even going to compare it to that because there's there's no chance this even compares. My my problem is a little bit of the confusion because this isn't um, elaborated on for the PlayStation Essential is ten dollars, which, again, is the basic minimum one. Because, you know, you said the game catalog is probably the catalog of PS Now games, right? Yeah. But in PS Now, you can download certain games and then you can you can download the games or you can stream them. So what? really separates the game catalog from the streaming like like what like because obviously we don't really know what that means i think game catalog might even mean just like a curated catalog of like hey here's stuff you can download similar to how they have that like uh when the ps5 launched right we got the like mm -hmm. cattle i i forget what they called it they're like the playstation plus Plus collection you can yeah the collection the, the collection yeah yeah i think it's my, something my, like that my thing is and and again i i'm not a business person or numbers or how this works out financially i really feel like playstation essentials if they're gonna rework the ps plus uh system and structure of it i feel like the ps essential pretty much what we're have what we have now i feel like that should have the game catalog like if i could restructure this it would be Essential gives you monthly games in the game catalog. Mm-hmm. Ex- extra gives you all of that plus streaming. And I would almost say add like a thing where it gives you it gives you PlayStation exclusive classic games. And then premium gives you the entire backlog of every game that's been on PlayStation and game trials. Because then if you have essentials and it's ten dollars, you're getting the game catalog. Well, why not spend three dollars more to get streaming if you use it and then you get some classic nostalgic games then if you do that then at one point you're like well i've had this for a while and fuck it why not bump up three more dollars then i get a bunch of exclusive trials and demos and i get the entire backlog you kind of make each deal only slightly different that way it encourages you to spend that little bit extra now kyle i know where you come from where you say you don't really want classic games you want those games day and day and everything else and that's fine game pass exists for that there are some people and i can speak for myself i love playing my older games i love the nostalgia of my old games classic games for me i would easily spend 
the $16 if PlayStation gave me that whole classic game catalog. Mm-hmm. Like, and with what I said, if they made some classic games for 13, I'd pay that. But then if they were like, hey, you can have everything for 16, I'd jump up to 16 because for some people, classic games are a bigger deal than playing every new thing at launch. And people like you want only the new stuff. So I think yeah. still having classic games is better. I just think for essentials and extra, I, I don't like $3 extra giving you just a games catalog. I feel like essentials needs to have more than just the base level and then extra needs a little bit more that way. Cause it feels like, Oh, one step, two step, and then five steps. It needs to yep. be staggered There's more closely. There's a big jump for that yeah. 16 one. If you get all this extra stuff, whereas the and first two is like, you, we'll throw you that's a bone. True. And, and, in case, yeah. and in case people don't know, the last thing I want to add is that the current PlayStation Plus pricing structure right now, this is only going by monthly for what we're talking about, but the current PS Plus price breakdown is 12 months is $60 every 12 months, which is equivalent to five dollars a month meaning that 16 is a massive jump so it does need to do more or again it needs to be staggered because if you pay for just one month of ps plus one month is ten dollars so they really need to make that minimum ten dollars do a little bit more to incentivize the higher tiers because that's a big jump yeah yeah but keep in mind this is not officially announced yeah So yeah, I know prices may change and this might be the monthly prices, yeah. not the yearly stuff. Right. Could so be, yeah. like, hey, yeah, if, if you I bundle it for a year. It still might be that five bucks. Right. Yeah. I, I just I just wanted to get the prices because if no one really if we don't really know this information or speak about it or critique it harshly, then maybe they'll be like, oh, well, it's fine. We can kind of leave it like this. But if there's if we have all the information we can judge it more. We can judge it more critically and make sure that they're getting good financial like benefit, and we're getting the best deal as the consumer. Yeah, but we'll see all of that, of course, when it's shown, right? Yeah. Uh, do you guys know what has been shown already? PSVR two, my friends. So next <laughs> article here: PSVR two has been shown. This has this comes from the PlayStation blog itself. Um, Hideaki Nishino is the senior vice president of the platform experience over at PlayStation, and they have revealed the design of the PlayStation VR two. So. Um, the article, the, the PlayStation blog here just talks about the entire design, what it looks like. Um, I, I think you have it up, right? Uh, Kyle? Yeah, you have it up. I do, um, yes. so mm-hmm. at the end of the article here, of course, uh, just a little, uh, roundup or whatever. Um, he says when PSVR two launches, it'll take a giant leap forward in the way we play games in virtual reality. There are plenty of exciting new features to look forward to in the PSVR two system, <laughs> including stunning visual fidelity and 4k HDR and state of the art graphical rendering enhanced tracking such as inside out camera tracking new playstation vr2 sense technology features such as headset feedback and the new intuitive ps vr2 sense controller that creates an incredibly deep feeling of immersion 
immersion. Additionally, the PSVR 2 system comes in a simple single cord setup so you can connect to your games immediately. The PSVR 2 development kits are already in the hands of game creators and we are excited for what they'll come up with to truly make virtual reality a remarkable experience for gamers. Alan, are you getting this or what? No, no, I, I haven't owned my PSVR in a long time. Like my my sister's interested in this, but like tisk, tisk. honestly, honestly, if I'm going to invest in a VR again, I would honestly just go for like the Quest 2 or something. I see. I like see. like I, I understand all of like the enhancements and everything else for the PSVR 2, but it just I don't know, just because of how the original PSVR was, I just. I would just get I would just get a quest. I see. If I was gonna spend big bucks, I get the what is it? The the valve the valve one, the yeah. super mega valve, snazzy yeah. one. I feel like this one's gonna be better than that one, even. You know that? Uh I think so. The big the big indicator here for me is the sense headset, right? You got the headset on. Um they're giving you these little vibrations I can or whatever. Feel those and stuff. digital ice cubes in exactly, my head, exactly, <laughs> dude. And then you feel the the you know. You, I know you got your dual sense turned off, which is the stupidest thing you could ever do, freaking Alan. So Will you let it clearly. Go? You're not gonna like the dual sense on these freaking. Uh, well, think hand about controllers. it though. With the ice cubes, if you feel the sensations. You're playing Beat Saber, you get hot, get that cold sensation on you, and I guess you're fucking fine <laughs> you get fine hit somehow. by those things that burns your head, dude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, how is, hey, how is playing your game? Oh, I've got like a headache. Can I take like an aspirin or something? Oh my god. So, um, Kyle, what, do you, what about you? Do you, are you? do you think this is um, a much better improvement, and are you excited for this? Well, it's an improvement. I want to say it is an improvement. seems like, yes. Yeah, in improvement. Yeah. Um, I'm not sold on VR yet, but it is something that I want to try eventually. I have not tried any VAR. Um, Wait, not, none. 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 Uh, wow. Definitely worth a try. I, I, I just, it's too expensive for me to get into. It's not mm-hmm. worth it. There's not enough games that I want to, for an experience that I'm not sure I'll like or kick in because i might get you know i might get sick i i don't like roller coasters all that stuff like i i just i don't want to spend like 600 700 bucks to just be like i'm gonna vomit everywhere oh my god have you tried have you tried not getting sick (laughs) (laughs) have you tried just getting good yeah yeah have you tried Um, just being better i don't know what to tell you uh no i like i I want to get into VR. I'm just not ready to do it yet. If that makes okay. sense. Okay. Wow. I'll take so. you out to dinner for it. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope the, I hope the face plates better. Cause like now I wear, now I wear glasses and like, I know that's a big issue for other people that I've had play it because if you need glasses, it's kind of really bad. Cause the first PSVR's headset with the plastic and all that shit was mm-hmm. like not really comfortable to wear. Yeah. So, so, uh, Kyle, VR is awesome. Like, it's a good thing to try at first. The, uh, so. the cyberpunk in 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 me is like, yes, bring <laughs> on the VR and AR future. I want yeah. it. I need it. It's gonna be terrible because corporations will own everything. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's just, I'm I'm not there yet. So. Yeah, the the biggest and, the biggest 
negative thing of the PSVR obviously was that little box that you had to connect to the the, oh, the my God, you had to dude. connect the box to the TV and the box to the PlayStation you had to connect another wire to the local satellite station and then you had to connect that wire back to your pacemaker in your heart and then like <laughs> it was just that whole process of connecting yeah you the had PSVR. to plug one into your phone too you yeah. had to go route one to your internet provider it was super weird exactly it was so crazy dude so the fact that it's like just one cable now oh yeah like, disconnect it sometimes oh, i felt like if i if i moved too much i was gonna end up like a clayton and tarzan where i was just gonna choke myself on a cord <laughs> it was it was it was really bad but i'm glad they're they're improving on this i was a uh, you know i'm i'm glad they're sticking to vr you know playstation is you know we want vr we want vr in the future and i think this is probably going to be one of the best um vrs in the market when that comes out solely on the way the dual sense works if they if that augments the the virtual reality even higher then that'll that'll be great if i ever got psvr2 and it had the the crap in the controllers mm -hmm. you can bet if i could turn that off it's going on no reason to get it no reason to get it (laughs) um and then uh of course horizon call of the wild is coming out on that so as you all guys know a masterpiece will come out that same week so we already have see. the match. We already have Beat Saber. We already have. Well, we literally already have the game. That's the it's reason be like to Beat own Saber VR. Two out yeah. the next day after Horizon. We'll we see. already have <laughs> the the reason to own a VR. Okay, so let's see. Um, all right, so Half guys, three is out. <laughs> um, so guys, let's move on to number four here. I I did want to bring this up. Uh, we don't oh, no. uh, obviously we're not uh, as as knowledgeable on this stuff as we are. We are just you know stupid little gamers here. Um, but that is something that I feel we should talk about. Um, and that is about Russia's full scale invasion of Ukraine and where to help if you want. Uh, so. I don't know, uh, Alan and Kyle, how much you've been keeping up with this, but I've the way I've been keeping up with this is actually through uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Believe it or not, so I watched this streamer, uh, Zeppla HQ. Right, um, she's a Final Fantasy fourteen streamer. Uh, that is, uh, she's a U.S. citizen. She was born in the United States, but she moved to the Ukraine. Um, a few years back Um, and she lived in Kiev which is the capital of course Um, so let me actually just uh, it's better said than what I can say just so you guys know her her whole thing Uh, just real quickly here Um, Mike Williams an editor over at Fanbyte uh, wrote a little a little piece on her here. Uh, so earlier this month, we highlighted the plight of Jessica St. John, known to many in the Final Fantasy XIV community as Zeppla HQ. Uh, though Zeppla was born in the United States, she moved to Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, some years ago. She built a life there, one has, that has been endangered by the recent growing threat of Russian invasion. Uh, that threat became a reality uh, this week when Russia began its full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Uh, Russian troops entered the region and airstrikes on Ukrainian targets have begun in earnest. And while Ukraine's own military forces are fighting, much of its civilian populace is trying to seek refuge in safer regions. So uh, she was able to make it to Poland. Um, She's been tweeting uh, how that's been going and all that stuff. Uh, But she's also been um, tweeting articles here um, a Reddit post. I, I'm sure if you can bring up the link, uh, Kyle, 
Uh, there is the a Reddit Reddit one. Yeah, the Reddit post. Uh, she has a Reddit post there of just charities that you can donate to in case um, if you are wanting the help or anything like that at all. Um, I'll these, put the link in the description too. Yeah, put the link in the description as well. Um, and that is a good uh, post there of all the different places that you can donate um, to charity. Uh, so we have, what is it? Save life. Um, let me see. Actually, let me open it here. There's a ton of different categories. Yeah. A bunch of different categories to help children, to help the senior citizens, to help those with COVID, to help pets, to help investigative journalism, to help the homeless. There's all sorts of stuff here. Yeah. And of course, just to, to name out a few, um, Save Life to have, um, is an organization to help the war effort. Um, uh, Children We Will Make It is another organization to help children. Uh, Happy Old is an organization for the elderly and all that stuff there. So um, definitely, uh, it's just something I did want to mention, uh, you guys, because it's like it's something that I've been keeping up with because of a streamer that I watch normally. Um, and I have been, you know, worried of that and, and how, how she's doing. Fortunately, um, she is uh, safe in Poland right now. And a lot of people are, um, a lot of, a lot of horrible stuff going on over there. So that's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate yeah. to see. It sucks. Um, so, um, unless you guys have anything to say, we could, we could just move on then from that. I just wanted to point really that out. Have okay, cool. Yeah. Anything else to, to add except that the whole thing sucks. So yeah, it does. Definitely. Um, but of course we are gamers, so we can't really talk on politics as much, uh, as, as the other, as another person. Okay. So my friends, uh, that is it for the big news of the week. Let's move on to new and notable. Hi, me again. Hello. Um, so small little list of games releasing or coming out or anything else. So. Starting this off, Far Changing Tides comes out for pretty much everything PS5, 4, Xbox Series X, S, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I've never all heard of this. On March 1st. What is this Far? Yeah. It's, it's Far and it's Changing Ignacio Tides. Ignacio was kind of excited about this one. I, th- I, think it's, I think it's a sequel to something. I could be wrong, though. <sighs> it has an interesting art style, though. Well, it's a sequel. It's a sequel to Close Stationary Tides. Mm. <laughs> so. Oh, it looks cool, ne- actually. Next up, yeah. we have Shadow Warrior 3 coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Available March 1st. Available on PS Now at launch. There you go. Look at that. Mm-hmm. So weird that it's only on PS4 and like Xbox One. Like, where is it? Uh, First well, game by next gen, I mean current gen. Wait, first game on sure, PS yeah. Now at launch, right? This is the first one. Yeah. So big deal wow. there, big deal. I'm not mistaken. A game that we all know is going to be exciting because of the re- uh, past news of Platinum Games, Babylon's Fall for PS5, PS4, and PC releases on March 3rd. Oh, guys. This game was pretty bad. I played the demo. I played so. the demo of it. Um, Disconnected me from the them couldn't really play. Well, so you didn't know how bad it was so uh, it just removed you because they knew you were going to do this so it was like we, we don't want it <laughs> looked real bad before i got disconnected so i was like you know what 
All right, whatever. That's, I'm I'm not a fan of live service games. So when I saw Platinum, when I saw Platinum, I was like, hell yeah! Then it was live service. As soon and I was as they like, dropped, oh no! As soon no. as they <laughs> dropped me in, Alan. As soon as they like, I went to the main hub or whatever. They showed me the battle pass. <laughs> they were like, here's the battle pass, dude. I was like, oh damn, okay. You're like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, I believe this was the game that we're all too poor to buy, yeah. but Gran Turismo 7 we comes are. out for PS5 and PS4 on March 4th. So don't worry. Put your wallets back in your pockets because you are not rich enough to buy this exactly. game. Exactly. I don't know how Ignacio doesn't understand that, but. Or buy it because you don't follow the fucking rules. You do you. They do a credit check before you buy Gran Turismo 7. <laughs> that is true. That yeah. is accurate. I read that somewhere. <laughs> Uh, next up, Triangle Strategy comes out for the Switch only on March 4th. So the money you're not spending on Gran Turismo 7, buy Triangle Strategy. Or buy both, because if you're rich enough to buy both, or to buy Gran Turismo, you can buy both. Which one do I buy? Well, you already Triangle know, you strategy. can't buy... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as Gino mentioned earlier, 2023's... Well, no, this is a different... What, 2023? 2022's Call of Duty, right? Or 2023? No, 2023's is the one that oh, is it? delayed. Oh, is it? Oh. So that's Gino why, was that's wrong. That's at the start, when you said, like, the, this year's Call of Duty, I was like, mm, Oh, no, I didn't know So that. Gino, in fact, lied. 2023's Call of Duty was reportedly delayed to 2024. How would they tell us so, so early? y'all, we the, still get a Call of Duty in 2022. They tell us this early because, like, they do this yearly schedule where they switch off the stuff. So the one that's coming out this year is probably already deep in development, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, the next one will be out. The next one, yeah, maybe is yeah. like, hey, we can spend some more time on this, which I think is exciting for that franchise. Oh, it's a nice right? If if they get some more time, what they can do, like they did with Assassin's way. Creed. Well. That is that all of your game updates, but I am not going to delay this outro of New and Notable to 2024. I'm going to give it to you right now. New and Notable is now old and noted. Wow. So take us into the lightning round. Oh, I am neck. Ignacio for the podcast for the rest of the podcast. Well, you did here. tell Gino to drop uh, FF, so you are technically the Ignacio. Yeah. Um, for some reason, all of a sudden, I don't understand why I can't buy Gran Turismo 7. Uh, weird, but weird. Uh, <laughs> weird. No, do the uh, do the Ignacio thing. You gotta you gotta lean back to be farther from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's always on his phone, dude. Always on his phone. <laughs> we love you, Ignacio. Please come back. Uh, okay, lightning round stuff. Evo 2022 announcement show is happening on March 8th at 5 p.m. Pacific time on twitch.tv slash Evo. And they've already announced that Smash Bros will be returning. I I find that interesting how, you know, how PlayStation owns Evo now, right? So that's pretty cool. Like Smash is returning on the year that PlayStation owns it now and all that stuff. So. That's a, that's a pretty big deal, I think. I like that. That's some cool. bros are going to get smashed. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Smash some bros. Smash some bros. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Bro. <laughs> uh, Fallout New Vegas 2 is reportedly in early development. Uh, Microsoft and Obsidian. Yeah. 
Interesting. I know that's a fan favorite of the it Fallout is a fan series. Uh, yeah, I like so. Fallout 3 more. You couldn't 100% do Vegas because you had to pick sides and it was just, mm. it was a completionist worst nightmare. So no, Fallout 3 <laughs> you number one. just pick sides. No! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, a Pokemon Presents broadcast has been scheduled for Sunday, February 27th. Uh, so we are recording this on Saturday, which means the presentation is tomorrow. Uh, but this goes live on Tuesday, so it will have already happened. So quick prediction so we can look dumb. Yeah. Quick prediction. Uh, Arceus DLC, I, th- I think. Gen uh, 9. And then I think I... D- I don't know if we're getting a proper Gen. I say no proper Gen Nine. Okay. Okay. We're gonna get an announcement so we'll for see. a new for a new mystery dungeon game. Is that Pokemon Sleep I, I game out see. yet? What Pokemon I, I Sleep or whatever? Is that out? I think that's already. I don't know. People slept on it. Because <laughs> didn't they say something <laughs> recently that like Pokemon Home is gonna go hurry? For everyone uh, i don't know about I those thought <laughs> i thought i heard something about that it's not something that i keep up on so yeah. apology i bet you geez, I, if you're I'm, out there screaming at us being like you idiots they said this I, yeah. come on i'm gonna i'm gonna predict that there's gonna be like a teaser announcement of the next mystery dungeon game okay okay or a kart racer a pokemon kart racer a trailer that, that for detective pikachu 2 you do know March has the next Mario Kart DLC. How stupid would it be to get a Pokemon racer? Well, it's stupid of Mario Kart to I mean, release we, we when getting that. Chocobo <laughs> GP is coming out as well. Oh, that's fair. Very well, stupid. And that Disney Mario racing Kart. game. And that Disney racing game. Free Mario to play Kart fucking Disney up. racing game. <laughs> but but yeah, so uh those announcements uh will be on here and screw them for announcing it for the day after we record our podcast. Ouch. Uh Speaking of Nintendo, man, consolidation in the industry. Nintendo buys longtime partner SRD, the programming team behind Super Mario Bros. Yeah. So they've cool. been working with them for 40 years. You know, and they just bought them. You know what's something I it's like realized in like the last few years or whatever, as I've been, you know, more, getting more knowledgeable in the games industry and stuff like that. I don't know who the developers at Nintendo are. Like they're they're the games develop like the yeah. studios that they work with, all that stuff. I don't know that. Why not? Why don't all right, we know you that? know I'm gonna prove you wrong. I, you don't I know the developer like, who made Triangle Strategy? Square I Square? <laughs> yeah, some things, I, but like I when you do like a Mario and all that stuff. Known, but it's it's all of the like People who are into like retro games and all that, like who know the history of all that stuff back when it started, like that's yeah. kind of who Nintendo still fucks with, right? That's who developed who developed Xenoblade Chronicles? I don't Nintendo. For- oh yeah, Monolith <laughs> Monolith Soft. Monolith Soft. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're the most knowledgeable. Wild that they programmed Super Mario. Burrows and have been yeah, working cool. with them for like 40 years and just bought them. Just like, yeah, they, it's like those so. couples that are together and they're like, oh, you're such a cute married couple. They're like, we're not married. Like, wait, hey, what? If, if, if we're not married in like 40 years, like you, you want to just get married. <laughs> Is it like, hey, how about when we're both older, if we haven't found anybody, we'll be with each other. And they're like, OK, 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Next up, PS5 is rolling out a new feature that will allow your console to automatically upload screenshots and videos to the PlayStation app. Hallelujah. That's great. Finally. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure I Xbox already did this, by the way, Alan, just so you know. I don't think I care about this. I didn't even know this was a thing that we you're going to use it now. Watch. You're going to use it now. Watch. I see you you uploading. I see you uploading uh, your screen PS5 screen shares on 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 Twitter, dude. But why would I put it on the PS app when I can just do it for my console? Because now rather than be a lot easier, you can tweet that picture with curse words. You know what I mean? Wait, I can't like, do it with curse yeah, words on the PlayStation. No, platinum. This you can't. You, really, you can't write. You can't tweet curse words on your PlayStation. If you're gonna tweet something out, you can't tweet a curse word. All right, hang hey, hey, out. Let's take a go screenshot. To, go tweet it right now and <laughs> yeah. just say fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will. We're gonna try to. We're gonna right now. We're gonna try to do it's this. It's gonna stop you. It's gonna of, stop of you. No, it's not. I'm telling you. Uh, well, he oh, does oh, the features, the features are already out. I went to go oh. upload. It was like, do you want to put it on the app? <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, that that is that 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 is up there. Social media influencers rejoice. Last but not least, for our lightning rounds, Bethesda's PC launcher is shutting down, but you can migrate your library and wallet to Steam. <laughs> If, if you like. I didn't let you did, did he just get banned? <laughs> he got banned from PlayStation. It, can't, it, can't. it says remove profanity. Also, you know how PlayStation has that autofill? I typed in F and the person that popped up was fucked. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> told you to remove it though. I told you. See, now upload it to your PS app and then type fuck. There you go. <laughs> okay. There you Let's go. Let's try it. Let's try it. All right. Indeed. So that's it for the lightning round. Uh, Gino, I'm tossing it back to you. And that is it for everything written on the dock here, my friends. That's all we got to talk about. Kyle, what are you looking forward to this week? Uh, keep playing Horizon. I'm looking forward to more of that. I've, uh, I'm kind of upset that I haven't gotten to play more of it. Um, Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. wanting to dive into that. And now the race is on to see how far I can get in the game before triangle strategy comes out. Cool. Um, cool. Because I want that game. That game looks great. Now, now, now that we're getting to the end of the podcast here, my mind and asshole are communicating with each other. I need to take a massive shit and I gotta, I gotta do it quick. So that's what I'm looking that forward to, a, just so you guys know. That, that took a so. frightening turn. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's what I'm looking forward to doing in just a little bit. Um, and of course, playing all these games that are coming out. I'm looking forward to beating Elden Ring in two days, because uh, that's what I'm going to do. Um, Alan, what are you sure. looking forward to this week? Uh, I'm actually very excited to um, keep playing. When he, when he, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually like currently pictures. like trying to enable oh, it. Oh, there it to is. Do Look it. at that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and uh, I'm very excited to keep playing Elden Ring and I can't wait. And this is only for people that I think, I don't think I've talked about it. I can't wait to have my doctor touch my wiener to fix me on Thursday. That's weird. That's I know. that got even it weirder. Sound yeah. very weird, okay. but even you more guys, intense look, than I'm what I said. Excited about video games. That's, you guys are you guys I, being like I, you, I literally said Elden Ring. You took what I said and then you threw that one out of the window, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then and I'm trying to tweet profanity. All and right. then I guess Alan, where can people find you on the internet? And we'll go back to Kyle after. 
well, I actually recommend you follow me right now. Right now, if you're watching this live on Twitter at Alan Busby for when I tweet out a screenshot of Elden Ring that just says fuck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. And then uh, Kyle, where can the people find you on the internet, my friend? Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And before we go, I want to give a shout out to Gamertag Radio for 17 years of podcasting. That's um, incredible. All, all that stuff. Yeah. So that's incredible. Shout out to them. Excellent. 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 Um, and of course, you guys can find me over on Twitter at Gino underscore Viteri, and you'll see everything else there. And you can find all of us and Ignacio as well, which is not here. You can find us on the whatnots, all one word, two separate words, but put together on your podcast services of choice, your social media service of choice and everything else that you can possibly think of. Make sure to uh, put our names as a referral in your applications if you're applying for a new job we will talk about you very highly um and that is it alan you're laughing let's finish with what you're laughing about let's see no because i got i got it it. i got it fuck it It just says fuck posted his picture there you go the power of the ps uh, app am i right alan look at that yep yep you can now uh and i'll upload your screenshots to the ps app and you can now tweet shit fuck or anything else i'm excited to see weekly posts now of the ps app for you alan Uh, does it have to be a different game every time no same same pose and different area with the word fuck Okay. okay all right i got you all right my friends that has been the whatnots and that has been crossplay thank you for tuning in y'all have a good night now peace see ya fuck <laughs>